1: Stansfield, good turn away from
0: Tron, goal!
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glover's Cast, episode number 249. Uh, We've saved something big for 250, Uh, could be a relegation celebration, Uh, (laughs) looking more than likely. (laughs) so we'll save that for friday uh, i've returned from holiday to bring joy uh finally we got a point on the board at uh solihill moors uh ben welcome back to the hello room. how are you i'm delightful how are you i'm good i'm good and david coates made his way south to the midlands still nosebleed territory for me but dave you uh did you have a nice trip to Solihull?
2: I had a lovely time. If anyone does ever fancy a Jaguar Land Rover um, uh, facility, then that is absolutely the place to go. It's like everything around it is is Jaguar Land Rover up to the eyeballs. There's nothing else there but that. And the Peaky Blinders bar, which was there as well. So, oh,
1: okay.
2: As yeah. seen on, on, on numerous, um, I don't know, like your facebook feeds or instagram feeds but uh yeah there was uh quite a quite a degree of revelry and de- uh i can say debauchery that's probably a bit strong but uh revelry going on at um uh time in the peaky blinders bar so uh but that probably tells you everything you need to know about the first half and um well,
1: debauchery in the peaky blinders not- bar
2: not not quite debauchery. Probably revelry. Revelry is a better word, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I don't know what debauchery means.
2: Um, I think debauchery is like carnal activities being undertaken. It's probably something a bit Game of Thrones, I think. So that's why I'm I'm going for, for revelry, but
0: that, that doesn't help.
2: Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. Make TV. Make oh. popular culture references to Ben is not gonna work, is it? I,
1: I, I, I I just Googled Google it. Yeah, I can't imagine it was debauchery.
2: Go on then what does debauchery say?
0: extreme indulgence in
2: bodily pleasures <laughs> oh wow okay yeah no definitely not that no <laughs> no i mean there was there was there was some uh alcohol being uh taken but uh but no, not bodily pleasures like I say revelry what does revelry say? can you look up revelry it,
0: it says don't eat the coffee one.
2: Hey! Yeah. <laughs> very good ben welcome like, to the dictionary.com <laughs> podcast yeah
0: lively and noisy festivities especially when those involved are drinking large amounts of al- alcohol
2: there you go that is it nailed it got it done <laughs> yep. there were like yeah like press-ups going on and everything it was very strange but yeah
1: there we go i noticed uh having listened to uh the last episode which was uh as always very good elliot Watts uh i know ben said they were looking for an. You were looking for an able replacement, but you had to settle for Elliot. Um, right. Did well. Um, I know you managed to avoid talking about the football for a little while, as doing well. It again, we've, doing, we've, doing it again. We have done here too. To um, be
2: fair, I tried to take us away from the Jaguar Land Rover chat and into uh, that, and then you, you you dragged me into the dictionary, didn't you?
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure you've been dragged into worse worst places in the dictionary. I'm sure. yeah, Yeah. Uh, so you were our eyes on the ground
2: mm-hmm. at
1: Solihull. Um, you managed to stick around. You didn't pack up after 20-odd minutes.
2: <laughs> I didn't. And I think that's probably why there was so much revelry going on in the bar at half-time was because, uh, yeah, after, let's say, half an hour, um, yeah, many people just decided, no, if they can't be bothered, we can't be bothered either, So and uh, and took, took, took to the bar. And it was every script... You've ever seen written, if indeed there is a script for Yeovil Town's uh, performances this season, it was it. It was the hot knife through butter, the inability to do anything at the other end, the complete lack of cohesion or interest from anybody in a Palmer Violet uh, colored shirt. It was, yeah, everything we've come to expect from many a Yeovil Town performance.
1: Let's just circle back to the starting line. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, That's all right. It's all right. It's fine. I took you down that road. Um, the, <laughs> the the headline was, uh, no Grant Smith, no yeah. best keeper in the league, and will boost views yep. um, given... given can the- I say,
2: is remarkably short for a goalkeeper. I mean... You can say. Pardon? You can say that. I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think I've ever seen a shorter goalkeeper than Wilber. He's got a spring on him. I'll give him that. But um,
1: Fabian Bartez was quite short, wasn't he?
2: I never met Fabian Bartes or saw him uh, saw him play in in, in the person.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, did were they kicking it particularly high just to like try and lob him? Well,
2: uh, there there, were, there was um, I think the only occasion where I remember it being a problem was where their captain, in, got a header in the back post and it came off the off the far post, but I think that was probably more due to the non-existent marking of said captain than anything particularly to do with Will Butes, who yeah, I don't think did anything particularly wrong, he conceded two goals, which I guess you could say was wrong but, um, but yeah, he was, you guys have seen the highlights now, haven't you, so um, yeah Defending in that first thirty minutes was just well, it it inexplicable.
0: It, wasn't, it, it wasn't anything because we weren't defending.
2: Well, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I, I put in my report something about I've seen um, hot knives have more trouble getting through a block of butter than that. It was uh, unbelievable. Just carved this open again and again and again, and we just didn't. What? React. What,
1: what was the? Shape because it was kind of a back five, was it? I think. I mean, we for Freckled turning a wing back. I mean, he yeah. got right wing. He's left-footed, so was he right wing back? Left wing yeah.
2: back? <laughs> yeah, well, no, uh, he, Well, um, he, he started off on the um, on the right, but mm. then obviously after we gone two 0 down, they brought Oliver Bore on and took Max on. off. Oh, he switched um, to the left, and uh, Owen Bevan was on the right.
1: Do you think? Um, Max Hunt was hard done by being the one who got taken off, or could it have been any number of those players?
2: Could, could have been any of them. Could could well have been all of them. Um, uh. So yeah, I'd have happily seen all of them go. It was yeah, <laughs> it was. I think my conclusions. I called it pathetic, and I think that's probably fair.
0: It's gotta be. It's gotta be a bit of a soul crusher, though, for Max Hunt, isn't it? Words before the the match about how he's out of contract. He's got to show. He's got to take this opportunity. 28 minutes in gets the old hoik from the sidelines. I just think that's just I just think that's just not not helpful. (laughs) Really. I understand the need to have done something, but I I was I was flabbergasted to see 352 with with, yeah, when you haven't got a right wing back. Don't don't use one. I I was I was stunned. Max Hunt has never is never really taken to a three anyway. So to then see that and go, really, is that how we're going to do things? That that lineup made me feel immediately quite flat, and I, you never know. Did it? Did that resonate maybe through to the players that we were going for a, a formation that hasn't suited ever? None of us really like, and a completely lopsided right wing back.
2: I mean, yeah, it was. It, it was not so much the right. Well, not just the right wing back. That was the. Um problem the midfield was just again watch it I, I remember thinking at the time but watching it again on the on the highlights it's just they're literally just running and nobody's even offering a tackle. Nobody's offering mm. anything. they're almost just letting people run past them and and you know people like Matt Worthington, people like Josh Taunton, the kind of people Charlie Cooper, the the kind of people that you would expect to do that and more often than not do that. Everyone was just like, Meh, go on then." Or that's the way it seemed, anyway. Unless the boy Donoa was just, you know, so such a such a high caliber player that um, that he just, you know, jinked past and Ronaldo like. But it was, uh, yeah, R nine. That is not R seven. So, uh,
1: yeah.
2: um, unbelievable. It really was.
1: So I think we can just get straight stuck into the second half and the changes obviously we conceded two goals one was a penalty seemed a yeah. fair I have
0: a question about the penalty one why why was why was there no card
1: given
2: well this is the thing because it, it i mean from the angle I was uh, I, I was I was stood at it kind of came through a, a crowd of bodies and it yeah could have hit anybody no that it was the fact that nobody complained that made me think. Oh, well, maybe it was then, because we couldn't tell from the angle we were stood slightly to the the left behind the goal, as you as you looking at it. Um, but yeah, like you say, you thought, well, nobody's complained, nobody's really put up a, a, a fight, which is was the theme of the first half. So maybe it was, but then there was no booking. There was no. The referee did let a lot go. I don't think mm. we got a booking um, all game, if we I think, if I'm right. Um and I think he they 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 got a couple, but Correct. yeah, I didn't recognise the referee. Um but he yeah, he did he seemed quite happy to let a lot go.
0: I just don't understand how it's not wow. if it's a, if it's a deliberate handball, even if you're not going to send the player off because you yeah. think that there's actually not a goal scoring opportunity, surely the laws say that player should go in the book at least. I just I just found it all very confusing.
2: Yeah. Well, welcome to National League referees.
1: <laughs> yes. I wonder what National League South referees are gonna be
2: like. Oh, they are gonna be something else, aren't they? Did you see the uh the post that somebody flagged up about uh, linesman talking to the Chessant uh assistant manager uh, for vaping uh <laughs> during whilst uh whilst someone was down for treatment? That's it. You no, wondered what good. a chessant was, Ben. That's what it is.
1: You may, you may not even need to wonder what a chessent is, Ben, because I think they're going down, aren't they? Oh, oh
2: they're
1: totally in good. the bottom. They're in the bottom four. Yep. Um,
2: Truro have and, come up, haven't they? So it's uh, Ian back to call. Uh, the play- uh,
1: no, they're in the. Play- they yeah, they've they've made confirmed. the playoffs. Have you not oh. read Lone Watch, Dave?
2: Oh, sorry, I um no, I uh, I thought I saw a uh a post from them saying something about champions. Did I not?
0: No, that went squeaky. You oh. went squeaky then.
2: I, I I thought I went squeaky. I went yeah. squeaky. I went that sque- no, um yeah. they,
0: are, they are second in their division. True, right? Yeah, behind Western Sumer.
2: Oh right. Well what's the champions thing I thought maybe I've just completely made that up, but yeah. I think yeah. you have.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, the reserves were champions. West Truro. Tr- tr- uh,
0: I think we should do a podcast on them.
2: Yeah, yeah. We Truro Tru- City reserves.
1: We could all move to Cornwall. Yeah, and, uh, just cover the Truro. Tr- yeah. Although they play in Devon, which is a bit of a pain in the butt. Oh
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Up, oh, up oh, oh, the White Tigers. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Tiger Cast.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Tiger Cast. Raw. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, second anyway, half, Second half. a uh, couple of subs.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. A
1: couple of uh, um, SU Glovers represented.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, I suppose the first thing to say uh, about the, the the substitutes was Andrew Olobore, as we mentioned, came on for, for Max Hunt. Hmm. Now, towards the end of the, I think he probably had what I could describe as our clearest cut chance, which wasn't really a clear cut chance towards the end of the first hour. But he was definitely doing his, he looked to be playing with a bit more freedom. Uh, you know, maybe the freedom of a man who knows that he's going back to Peterborough and um, is just like, well, I've got three or four games, just going just gonna to go for it. And um, in the second half, he, he did more of that. Um, but the first person that, you know, just straight off the bat was uh, Zander Siziba, uh, who got the, uh, the tequila chant. The tequila chant after um after his goal uh, was uh, was far better than Dale Gorman absolutely far uh, fits much more perfectly than Dale Gorman so yeah. um but yeah it, uh, he came on and I think in the first minute he was yeah, he was banging a, a banging a ball in uh, and then not long after that well, well, I'm trying to think which way round it was it was did we score and then Cooper hit the post with the free kick I can't remember. Uh,
1: judging by your match report, Griffiths did some fancy footwork.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, yeah.
1: Later, Z-Burn. Yeah. Finished coolly.
2: He did. Yeah, coolly slotted it into um, into the bottom corner. Not our best finish of the day, as we'll come on to. But, um, but yeah, I, I for Rio Griffiths, uh, I've seen zero of Rio um, this season. Uh, but based on what I saw. If that is a player whose head is whose attitude is not right, can we have more players with the wrong attitude, please? because um i I don't I, I think Zazeba had more impact on the game, but Rio Griffiths was involved in both games, uh, both goals, sorry. Uh, I know whats he's already told me that it's uh, it's too rich to say that he was uh, involved in the second goal, but he absolutely was. And it's uh, and the first goal he made it completely nice bit of fancy footwork got past um, a defender laid it back to Tziba who I say great finish but for me that first goal was uh, was all about what Rio Griffiths uh, did. Weird. Well, I just think it's
0: really weird because what I saw, I watched the game against Barnet when Griffiths came on yeah it was a while ago now and honestly he was horrendous it was only half hour but that was one of the poorest half hours from an individual I've seen forever now obviously i didn't see yesterday but clearly clearly something's happened clearly some i don't know some sort of clear the air thing's kind of kicked in or something's occurred and he's now suddenly playing incredibly Zander, Saziba, uh, Saziba, Saziba, Um You say
2: Saziba. I say Saziba.
0: Have you been <laughs> on the tequila? Not, not. Um, see, I don't know if you recall, but after the gate said debacle, yeah. as it will hereby be known, I said I didn't mind Saziba. He came on, had a bit of intent, flashed a couple of shots, didn't really do massive amounts, but did a dance like more than anyone else. And then we didn't see him. He wasn't in the squads for Aldershot and Dorking and then comes out and does that and actually plays really well and links up well with other players and things like that. It's hard not to sit there and think what's going on. It's hard not to. And I I don't doubt that there has been things behind the scenes, things of which we will never probably hear in its entirety. But I felt it a few times when, Linton scored against Halifax. We then didn't start him for a couple of games. When Harriet start, uh, scored, he didn't start the next game. And I just, I'm just spotting little bits and pieces where something's occurred and we haven't tried to kind of capitalize. When you have, when you have virtually nothing to go on all season long, well, this, uh, yeah, to have then just a spark, it's just a tiny, tiny little thing, but say, go on, run with that. And I just felt like after the Gateshead game, Saziba came on, dropped a couple of shoulders, a couple of flashes, neither were ever going to go in. But you kind of thought, okay, there's something there. I expect him to get a bit longer against Aldershot. I expect him to get maybe a start and then come off after an hour. So then be completely out of the squad. It just, it's, it's, it's just so, so bloody weird.
2: Yeah. Well, against, uh, like you say, against Gateshead, I, I I agree with you. But so against Gateshead, against Oldshot and against Dorkin, um obviously saw two of those games and watched the other one on the stream. Everything that we were looking for were um, players who did exactly, exactly what Ziziba, Ziziba, uh and um, uh, Rio Griffiths did yesterday. Exactly what they did, which was to show some attacking intent, show a bit, of, uh, a bit of trickery, a bit of skill, and ultimately, in Sir case, score a goal. Exactly what we needed to do. Now, I, like you say, we don't know what's gone on behind the scenes, and I don't know whether it was me overthinking this or looking at it, but when you see, and they will come on to Owen Bevan's goal, but Josh Daunton goes forward um, with the ball for, for a set Rio Griffiths is there in the vicinity of him, where he could play inside and put Griffiths inside the box. He then knock, he knocks it out to Owen Bevan, who then ultimately comes around and, 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 and scores a goal. To, to me, Josh Staunton should be playing out to Rio Griffiths, I think, but he doesn't. He plays it out to to, to Owen Bevan. Now, Josh Staunton's a professional footballer, so who, who who am I to tell him what's right and, and what's wrong? But when you see them celebrating, when you see the celebration with Szeiba, and his goal, he celebrates with Andrew Rabore, who's grabbed the ball and, and, and run off. He celebrates with Rio Griffiths. He doesn't celebrate with anybody else. Matt Worthington almost runs past him without even acknowledging anything. Now, there's obviously something that's gone on there, and you can there's body language clues all over that, um, which tell you that there's something that there's something gone on there. But, what we tried against Gateshead and uh, Aldershot. And Dorking did not work in an attacking sense. Yeah, okay, we scored um, ultimately because of good play by Linton and and and, and Worthy, and then a, a, a finish by Harriet against um, against Albershaw. So, if what we tried in those three games did not work, what is the harm? How is it going to be any worse to have tried Griffiths and Saziba and it not work? If it does, if it doesn't work, then it didn't work with anything else, did it? And yes, okay. You never know what it could be and what it couldn't be, and you 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 wouldn't know what we did try would have been or wouldn't have been. Have I lost myself now completely? Uh, I think You've I might, you, have done. You've, yeah. lo- you've lost me, mate. So yeah, yeah. Basically saying, why why didn't we try it? I I just don't understand why when what we did try didn't work. Why didn't we try something else? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, I I I agree. I mean, we you know we can't base everything on that 45 minutes. I think when
2: no.
1: Was it Bromley when Griffiths came on as well? Was it it was Bromley when Griffiths and I'm not not having saziba just to be clear, it's it's Sazeba. Okay. Um, When they came on and did the square root of zero. Um, you know, that was that was all we saw them for a long time after that, other than them doing running after the match. Yeah. I mean
0: There are accusations, aren't there, on their professionalism and blah, 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 blah. And we know for a fact that Rio Griffiths missed at least one training session, and you can take those words and um, imply them how you ever so wish. But that was a quote direct from Mark Cooper. If there's professionalism issues, I get it. I absolutely get it and would back Mark Cooper on those. But at the end of the day, you're in a relegation dogfight Sort it out at a different time, maybe. I d- I don't know what the answer is, and I find myself flipping. And it's symptomatic of the entire football club, isn't it? You find yourself flipping between. No, I'm absolutely behind it. If they're not, if they don't want to be here, fine, get rid of them. And also, but actually, come on, <laughs> we need to try and do something here. And they've kind of shown a little bit of. You know, not quite. Here's what you could have had, but ugh, it's so symptomatic of how messy everything's been. In the end of it, there's a couple of good footballers, a couple of reasonable footballers, whatever they may be, that have not been available to us or not been used accordingly because of the fact that there's a fractious relationship between the person who brought that player to the club and the person that's been charged with getting the team together.
2: And like you say, we don't know what else has gone on. It, it, It is clear to me from that body language of some of the other players, some of the other players were not, they're, they're not on great terms with Messrsson Ibra, and, uh, uh, and um, Griffiths either. And like I say, 30, 45 minutes been involved in, in, in two goals is, is very impressive, but could, that, that's all we've got to judge on, isn't it? So we don't know. I mean, they had, they had the best part of the half against Bromley. Yeah, and did nothing. So, yeah. Yes. But equally, lots of people had all of the game against Dorking, all of the game against Gateshead, and most of the game against Aldershot and did nothing. So, go figure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the word of the season. Frustrating. Yeah. Um, uh, I think looking back at the highlights, the, after Bevan scores, the amount of chances...
2: We have to win that game. um well, before Bevin scored, I think Linton had one where he's uh Oliver Bore gets one that gets there uh, the keeper turns round uh around the post uh linton has uh, has a decent chance that the keeper saves. yeah, we had so many chances, Sheridan said that Cooper had scored from his free kick
0: and I did, a yeah, little jump. Yeah. I, did, I did a little jump in the kitchen and then she goes oh no it's actually just the wrong side of the post and I was
2: like I'll go come off the inside of the post, but it, it kind of it comes off the inside of the post and and Oliver Boré and Griffiths are both there and a lot of people around me were saying you should they should be turning that in they should be anticipating it blah blah you can't anticipate that yeah. I, I don't care who you are I don't think I don't think even Charlie Cooper thought that was going to hit the post in a way that it did. So, yeah, I, I can't blame anybody for not turning that one in.
1: It's one of those that when your luck's down, yeah. you're not in the right place. But you know, things are going well. Who knows? Maybe your foot reaches it and puts it away. But uh, So come the final whistle, was there sort of... It must have been a real sort of mixed bag of emotions, you know.
2: The players, well, I, play I mean, you had the final whistle. We haven't spoken about Owen Bevan's goal yet. Oh, I thought we kind of had. Oh, oh okay. Well, I, I, I think a goal like that deserves <laughs> a little bit more conversation, doesn't well,
1: it? A bit more than you, a bit more than saying Josh Staunton celebrated with him and didn't pass it to anyone else.
2: <laughs> well, jo- I mean, Josh Staunton did celebrate with him, with with with, with Owen Bevan. Yeah. But yeah, look, look, to the point, pardon. He nearly ripped his head off, Josh Thornton. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. it? He nearly, nearly, literally, takes his head off his shoulders. Oh, I will say, for a centre half, to I, I don't think Owen Bevan will score many better goals than that in his career. I will get that. I will put that down now. Cool. That is uh, that is a hell of a hit, isn't it? And Ben, you said it on our WhatsApp chat. It uh, says everything you need to know about putting your laces through one. Yep. Yeah. Just it's yeah. the damn thing. Yeah.
0: It, it doesn't have to be pretty sometimes. Helps that it is. <laughs> oh, that was
2: ridiculous. pretty. That was a pretty well, goal.
0: Here's, here's a question. We are coming towards the end of the season. The Glovies shall be around. I can't think of many others that are going to give Malachi Linton's worldie against Wrexham. Um, a run for their
2: money. A run for their money. I one can't might. think of many others full stop.
1: <laughs> Fisher <just laughs> scored that good volley against Maidstone. And Fisher's header will probably go in there as well, won't it?
2: Yeah. The one against Maest in a way,
0: yeah. Yeah, so... A
2: ping header from the edge of the box,
0: yeah. Just giving away one of the Glovies categories, but um, yeah, I think... I, I, I absolutely love
1: the it. Men. They know the Glovies now, Ben.
0: Oh, I know, but like the, the nominees
1: have been yeah. unveiled. They're, they, they will really be got seen. 34 goals to choose from, haven't we? Is it 34 now? Oh, yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Nine Shut less me, than it. Paul Mullen.
1: Um, <laughs> so... Um, I, Any more on the goal? A great goal.
2: Oh, great goal. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. I'm glad glad you finally come around to recognizing
1: that. (laughs) It's put through it. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Everything you want from a centre back on the. Blah, blah,
2: blah, blah. Yeah. Can we just talk about the final whistle now, please? Come on. I
1: just want to get into your emotional feelings after that game and your psyche. You know, we've come from behind. We've earned a valiant point at mid table Solihull Moors. We
2: did, but. Yeah, no, I was I was kind of torn into because because I did feel that and I did enjoy the second half. Um, and it was good. It was it was nice to well have a bit of positive action. It was nice to have a bit of an atmosphere there. Um, it was yeah, it was uh, it, 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 and it was nice to, to see us get a point and and see a couple of goals as well. So I did enjoy all of that and then negative Nelly on my other shoulder was just saying to me, where's that been? Not, not in that game. Where was that in the first half? But in this season, where's that been? Yeah. You know, it, 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 it just go and, and, and the fact that, I mean, even if we'd have won, it wouldn't have been enough, I don't think, would it? So, um, given the way other results went, but, yeah. So, there's your contrasting emotions, I think. Didn't go away feeling terrible about the whole, whole day. Went away thinking, well, there was some, something to enjoy there. But, yeah, just came away thinking, oh. but that's just my emotion for the entire season. Yeah.
1: How many games have we played crap in one half and brilliant in the other? And ultimately, it's not been enough. Man.
0: How many games hey, have we to make? How many games do we had to make wholesale changes either at halftime or in the first half, either tactically or personnel-wise? Yeah, I think I think when it comes to the post-season autopsy, we'll look back on some of those moments and go, "We just did not get it right first up, and we had to react too many times and make too many drastic changes when you're already on the back foot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under under both managers all season long, yeah. you know we had Richards Everton up front. We've had that moment. We've had those other moments, and you just—how many times have we had to make double substitutions at halftime or change formations halfway through a game, halfway through a first half? can say, like I say, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into it further when the season's actually done and dusted. But it's yep. those moments again where I, I don't understand why we went with wing backs, why we went with three at the back there, and shot ourselves in the foot early doors. Really, really don't.
2: <sighs> Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, at least we've got something to cling on to. We've got to get nine points from the final three matches. Uh, and like
2: ninety-seven different results go our way. Right.
1: First up is uh, Wrexham.
2: Yay! That's nice. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> we have a we have a great record at Wrexham. boy. Yes. Yeah. That would be that would be the ultimate fingers up to everybody wouldn't it if we uh, if we went there and uh, got a result there yeah it's, yeah i i watching that first half on saturday i i just dread to think what team direction like cuz 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 solli uh yeah they've got well, they've got some decent players and mark beck as well so they um <laughs> yeah who uh yeah it after their first goal uh raised his arms to the away fans and then gave a Pointing down, uh, uh, symbol which uh, enraged one Pat custard. She was, uh, yeah, as enraged as Pat gets. She was uh, deeply unhappy with it. Um, but did, did she throw a Ferrero Roche wrapper at him? She didn't. No, she didn't. But um, yeah, Mark but, Beck was. That's not cool. That no. But he, I, I, but, I mean, some people said, well, if you give him stick, then he's gonna, he's gonna do that. But at that point, I don't think anybody really had. Um, but he was just the, yeah. he was the archetypal head on a stick that he was when he played for us. And to be fair, he's made a very good career out of being a head on a stick. So fair play to him. He, um, yeah, he's no better player than any other time I've seen him play in his career.
0: Well, I, for one, am very uh, happy that he played eight games for us, scoring zero times
2: yeah. in and League to be fair, Two. he did well to get zero. He was...
0: He was <laughs> horrendous.
1: Those were the, the golden Sturrock games, weren't they, Beck?
0: Jim I think, up front. And then we, then we loaned him out to Wrexham in the National League. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get stuck into Tuesday. Are you both prepared for confirmation of relegation to National League South?
0: Yes. Oh, here's a weird thing. I don't necessarily think we absolutely guaranteed to get completely spanked. We probably will, but I don't think it's an absolute foregone conclusion. Um, but I think Oldershot will get something out of Wielston and make it um, pointless anyway.
1: That is um, the optimism you can muster, muster. I don't think we'll get absolutely spanked.
0: <laughs> no, It's they're in a weird place, aren't they, Wrexham, because they slipped up against Barnett, all got a bit... Um, angry about things. Phil Parkinson, I assume, won't be involved. He'll be in the stands because he got sent off. Callum McFadden got sent off. They've just, I mean, a stutter is as much as they can do. They've lost one, drawn one, and won one of their last three. It's as close to a stutter as it can possibly get for Wrexham at the top of the league. And they can't win it. I think if they could have won it, then they'd have just gone hell for leather and it might have been a cricket score. But because they can't win it mathematically, they'll go to 107. Hang on. 107. Take away 103. It's four points, two games. So they can't mathematically win it. Um, So, yeah, um, it's not a foregone conclusion that they completely obliterate us. But, um, yeah, I think Older Shot will get something out of their game anyway. Maidenhead and York, they're getting close as well, aren't they? And with Torquay flying. Interesting, but yeah, I think it's now one from four rather than anything else.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. I think we are. I mean, I've I felt like the post match interviews from the Coopers um, were very much hanging with Mister Cooper. We're very much right. That's it. <laughs> Let's uh, get some clarity and. Move on. That's the big thing, really, isn't it? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't take quite such a
0: serious angle at the post-match press conferences, but I did notice that Mark called Charlie Coops.
2: Did he? He called him <laughs> Coops.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I just <laughs> Charlie would have done, but I like I like the idea of um him calling him Coops around the the dining table. Yeah, salt, Coops,
2: so Coops. Coops. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet that a lot, did. lot of that... salt on the Coop's
2: table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did say to, um, to 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 Sheridan, she she did try hard to get a smile out Charlie Cooper. I think um, she even uh, it, uh, it opened with, um, "Oh, nice to see you, Charlie." And he just he's got the he's patented sullen face. And to be fair, he his his face was everything that I was feeling at that. That point in time as well, I'm sure. So I, I did appreciate his um, his sullenness, but yeah, yeah. Credit to Sheridan for trying to make him smile, at least. I, love I did appreciate his sullenness. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. I felt his salinity. He read, he read the rooms. He did, he did, yeah.
1: Many have not, but he... he did. got
2: Google
0: that, Sun, sullen...
2: Sullenness, is that is, is that a word?
0: Salinity? No. Oh, I saw so- it wrong, hang on. <laughs> a disagreeable, irritable, or malevolent disposition. I've now got to Google male- malevolent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> malevolent oh. is uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, we, we, yeah. We, this isn't a dictionary podcast, if you're wondering. But no.
0: whilst whilst we're giving credit to Sheridan, huge credit to her for commentating 90 minutes solo. By the way, that's not easy. Again, at all.
1: I hold a shot too. Your fault. Yeah. Whose fault was this one? Oh, you probably didn't want to do the Sully Hall press box again.
0: I I would have I would have happily been there, but I had small humans to keep alive.
1: Happily, happily been there. <laughs> I yeah. would have miserably been there.
0: <laughs> I will be happily at Wrexham, and I will you be happily can. at Boreham
2: Wood. I, I I have a video of um the uh the goal um the Josh Kelly penalty going in. Uh, you would not have wanted anyone who stood around me in that on on air. Uh, I'll I'll send you the video, but the the language is uh. A little, a little fruity, shall we say. It's got
1: a good fruity yeah. now. Yeah. Um, no,
2: I, I, I understand <laughs> that one. Okay.
1: Uh, before we go into questions, have we done enough on Wrexham? I feel like what else can we do? We don't want to get spanked. We're probably <sighs> spanked. Yeah. Um, we
0: did win 2-0 there last gone. time we were there. We're still the last team to beat them on their home patch in a normal league game. That's good. That's all we've got to hang on to. Yeah. There you go.
1: If you can put the, we don't want to get spanked. We'll probably get spanked up upon the changing room and use that as motivation to not get spanked. I'd be happy, happy for that. Um, what did we make of Mark Cooper's comments after the match? It almost feels like he's gearing up for next season. And wants to, you know, like I don't know. We're obviously we're going through this. Takeover process, which I don't think it's quite day fifty, but it's nearly day fifty, um, at time of
2: recording, and are we at Damien Singh territory yet?
1: Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done the maths on that quite yeah. yet, um, but it—I don't know. He seems awfully comfortable, and and I'm not I- sure that's a bad thing. Uh, I genuinely don't
2: know what to think at the moment I, I think he's probably a man who's got nothing to lose isn't he and mm. um, because ultimately if he's uh, if the takeover doesn't go through he probably fancies his chances of staying on as manager if the takeover does get through probably doesn't fancy his chances but he's got another two years left on his contract and he'll get a nice little payout for that and didn't he say as much
0: didn't he say as much didn't he say? I don't want to misquote the man, so forgive me if I'm getting this wrong. But didn't he say if the takeover goes through, a fair few of us won't be here?
1: Yeah, he said I won't be around the bush. Like
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, 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 see this back and forth, and it's a, it's a soap opera playing out on our social media screens. And I don't know. I, don't, I honestly, I sit here and wonder: is it mind games? Is it? Antonio Conte will just get on and sack me. Then is it?
2: It's pathetic, man. That's what it is. pathetic from it's, all of them. It is and, pathetic, and and, and people will say, uh, I mean, it's pathetic from Matt Ugler, who's yeah, he's not, he's not tweeted. Fair play to him, but he's equally putting childish things on 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 his Instagram. He knows exactly what he's doing. Mark Cooper, who can't help himself but make some kind of petty snarky remark in everything that he says. Yeah, they've all got an axe to grind. They've all got a they they've all got a problem. Um, but you know, just grow up, both of you, all of you. Just grow up, because as I say the saddest thing I heard um, on the way out of the ground on Tuesday was on a Saturday. Sorry, was was people trying to make this whole situation? Oh, well, that was yeah, that was a good stirring performance, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was, but it doesn't stop the whole thing still being an absolute shit show. You say soap opera, I'm sorry, I'm going to use a ruder word, but um, but it is, it is just, there's so many people who've played a part in this, and frankly, well, it, it's not even, It's not. there's no point in saying, oh, we've got to achieve our unity and do what the bad says, and we've got to, it just, there's no point with these people. It's like, if they're not going to, if they haven't figured it out by now, then They can say all the words that they want, but Matt Ogler said, judge us on what we do rather than uh, what we say. And to be honest with you, Matt, what you're doing is just coming across as a bit of a nincompoop. Uh, oh. so there you go, I, I I held myself back there, but he's coming across as a bit, of Mark Cooper is doing himself no favours at all, and we've said about perception uh, in the past, I mean, can't blame him for not jumping up and down on the touchline on Saturday, because he wasn't on the touchline, but um, but yeah, he's he's not doing himself any favours as well, the whole thing just makes us look like an absolute shambles, and there's they're not the only two people that are involved in this. There's other people who've made decisions, made wrong decisions, who've, uh, you know, the appointment of Chris Hargreaves at the beginning of the season being a classic wrong decision that was made. So there are lots of people who have got, and I'll say it, blood on their hands because of this, um, because of this season. That's what, they, that's what they've done to this football club. There is blood on people's hands because if this, if this football club disappears which I'm not saying that that's going to happen. But equally, if something doesn't happen soon, that's what, that's what it's going to be. Then 120, whatever it is, years of history, the blood is on the hands of all of those people. All of those people. You've made all those wrong decisions. Every single one of them. They will be written down in history. I'll oh, shut up now.
0: I've got to start timing these. I think we should start doing like over unders, you know, like when the NFL's on, on the Super Bowl, how long will the national anthem go? <laughs> I think I think we've got to start timing our coaches' rambles. Um, our soap, op- soap opera will be called "The Nink and Poop and the Scallywag."
2: The Nink and Poop and the Scallywag, there's your title.
1: Yeah. I think we need to uh, we need to clip that and send it to I don't know Sky News. <laughs> Here you
2: go
0: how is it how is it that you and I keep getting asked to be on the BBC
2: get this guy on. Ah, you don't want me on get that, this okay, guy on. No.
0: They're yes. the, the,
2: the, 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 the pre-record it's gonna to have to be a pre-record with the, with <laughs> finger on the bleep button I think yeah.
1: Please don't say Nink and <laughs> Exactly yeah.
2: there'll be children listening. Someone think of the children <laughs>
1: uh I mean I yeah I oh, can't, what you, say? saying? you just said Dave I think yeah there's been a total I don't know. We may as well scrub "Achieved by Unique" from the badge because, over the last probably yeah. more than ten years, it's not it's not even a thing, is it? Like we, you know, we've fallen so rapidly. No one's pulled in the same direction, and that's supporters as well. It's not even you know. It's not even just limited to the people that run the club. Yeah, we've got. I'll
0: say this. There's time to fix it. There's time now. You've got whatever it is until now, the end of the season, to bang your heads together, to figure it out, so that next season, when it comes around, we hit the ground running. Whatever that looks like, with whoever that looks like, do not start next season slowly. Oh, but it's a hangover. No, we, now, you you now know. It is the 16th of April. You now know exactly what the deal is. We now need everything clarified perfectly, very, very quickly. We're talking days, not weeks, days, everything clarified. Are you taking over? When are you taking over? How are you taking over? Who's your manager? Are you going to sort it out? What does the squad look like next season? Who's getting released? Who's staying put? Who's getting a new deal? Who's going to make the kit? Where are we going pre-season? Like days. How much is the season going to cost? Days. And every day beyond those initial next few days where we don't do it, we are eating into our time. We've got the advantage of knowing we're in the division next season. I bet Maidstone have started planning. Yeah. I bet Scunthorpe have started planning for their division in National League North. Now's our time. Start the planning. Get it done. Get the clarity. Let's hit the ground running because it ain't going to be easy next year. And we need, we need to make sure we are on it and
1: Achieving by unity. And if it's if it's not gonna happen, what is plan B? Well, <laughs> because is that, if yeah, if yeah. there is no plan B, we are upshot. There is there is nothing else. I I genuinely don't know what would happen because we cannot go back to what it was before the stewardship because we were circling the drain then. Exactly.
2: And clean the <laughs> drain. That is a very good way of putting
1: it. Yeah. Like we just, and we've been doing that perpetually for season,
2: season after season.
1: Hang on, hang on, perpetually. <laughs> Per-petual. Right, come
2: on, we've got questions to get to here.
1: We have got questions. Um, I'm on Twitter.
2: I've got Facebook. There you go. I didn't. I didn't Perpetual. share it on Facebook. I oh did a... share it on Facebook.
0: No, I, I, I did that. Like, I just did the Oh trick. no, you just put it on our. It. It.
2: No, no, but a few people have, uh, have answered. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Ryan Croucher. The Sollyal catering team put on a great spread of authentic Cornish pasties at the weekend. Just a shame they were made in two thousand and nine and with cement dust. What's the worst, uh, worst away day catering you've ever had? Answers must be food bought in the ground, not a meal deal smuggled in probably a question we should have asked at the end isn't it but there we go i just thought i'd start with it
0: did you have a pasty did you enjoy i did not night? i
2: had a burger um which was a, a three some... a three out of seven at a push yeah oh really
1: that season solid
0: burger was lovely last season for me ran the burger van right on the side we got there really early
2: wandered around to the away side there was a burger van yeah that's that it was that same burger van but and then that's i had really a cheeseburger true. and cheeseburger chick Cheap, just cheap, horrible cheese. Um, but, yeah. That it, would it, have made seven for Ben. Yeah. Yeah, That's cheap, it. horrible cheese. Maybe. No ketchup worst.
0: either. Worst uh, catering. Man, we can't, man. we, we, worst catering, we aren't allowed to say your spark, otherwise Pat will get angry with us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you said it, so. No, I said we're not allowed to say it. Okay. So that isn't my answer. Um, I don't know, really. I, I remember, I, I remember Accrington being pretty awful. Yeah. That was like a really, really greasy, like the, the bun of the burger was like wet.
2: Remember having some very socky chips at Wigan Athletic. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I have nothing to add to yeah. uh,
2: that burger at Borenwood Wood was rubbish.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but I wasn't expecting it to be a
2: <laughs> cordin <him> bleh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gourmet. <laughs> yeah. Um Rich Wilcox-Smith, who out of the current squad stays next season and who from the lower leagues would you like to see added? Oh, I've got no idea who's in the lower leagues. Name that lad from Taunton, the one who scored the worldie.
1: Dave Falston. He's injured. He's broke his leg.
2: Oh, is he? Jesus Christ. Okay, we don't want him then. Um,
1: uh, who's going to stay? Who's under contract?
2: <laughs> Josh Thornton. Josh Thornton under contract?
1: Yeah, it's what? Taunton. Is Cooper under contract as well,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He doesn't say that.
2: I mean, I, 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 I thought it, uh, I so, and it came off at half time, so say so frustrated, can't I? Because we've said it a million times already today, but so frustrated with Jordan Maguire Drew because there's moments in, in him that you just think you're such a good player, um, and there's just things that he does, and that th- those things that you always think with a good player that they're a, a step or two ahead of the people who they're playing with uh and you just see some of the things he does and you think yeah you could be such a good player um and i'm not saying for a second that next season's going to be easy and but he could be such a good player in national leagues south if he wanted to be
1: um he's a number he's a number 10 he, yeah. he play behind a striker rather yeah. than I, I don't think that i know it's three is pretty fluid and they all move around but for me he's that yeah midfielder who operates in the space in between
0: we've got a few of them
1: yeah, yeah we've got too many of them
0: is there room for a jmd and a pollock and a young and uh stevens and all the others that we've had come and go i'm, I'm not sure it's weird isn't it i think Steve- i think jmd
2: is the most naturally gifted out of all of those people you've just mentioned There. yeah Potent- uh, if yeah, you know, if he I, wants to be I when think he's pollock, on
0: i think pollock's got a touch of class about him yeah haven't seen you haven't seen it yet but you know like you can see his brain is three or four steps ahead of everyone else's yeah if his feet can catch up with his brain i think he's a i think he's a real player at this level
1: yeah it's hard to know who stays because many of them could all just up and go once we go down they may be surplus to requirements we may have to cut them all and (laughs) use our under 18s for a bit because we've not You know who's own who owns the club and how much money have they got and what can we afford wage budget wise? That I mean it it all comes down to that. All comes
2: down to the things that we have no idea about. The same thing that
1: happened in twenty nineteen when we went down.
2: Yeah. Um, the only other question on Facebook is from Dean Halliwell. Can you arrange for the owner, in inverted commas, and the manager, no inverted commas around the manager, to have a boxing match, maybe for charity, to get all this toxic energy out of the way? My do, my parents had more class than this when they got divorced. So, yeah. I mean, sorry <laughs> to hear about that, Dean. But, um, uh, yeah. Someone suggested Martin Hellyer as a uh, uh, celebrity referee. I mean, I'm I'm not much of a boxing fan or a wrestling fan, but you get uh, these people who appear um, as celebrity referees. Would they be one? Vince McMahon, isn't he the one that comes on? You're fired. That's what he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Come on, credit for that. Definitely. I made a wrestling reference, guys. did? Yeah. And I got it right?
1: Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. I'll send you a picture of what Vince McMahon looks like um, now. Uh, yeah, kind of,
2: I know what Vince McMahon looks like.
1: Well, I don't think you've seen him in recent weeks with... Um, he he looks like a sinister circus master with a, a very thin brown moustache. Oh, right. Very like, brown hair now. Well, what you
2: can't tell, dear listeners, is that when he did very... He, he actually pulled his... Uh, Pulled his fingers across his top lip where he has himself a very sinister brown mustache. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: no, nowhere near as sinister as this one. No,
2: okay, we're gonna have to look it up. Yeah, obviously. I don't know what a sinister mustache looks like. He's like I'm an evil Poirot, an evil Poirot, right? Okay, and he's great. Um,
1: he, I mean, he's been gray since 1999 and has now suddenly got very brown hair and a brown mustache,
2: right? Okay.
1: A real crisis. Anyway, yeah. about that. Um, any more questions on.
2: Uh, no, there's someone who's used the hashtag not a question. Lee Riggs, with relegation as good as confirmed. At least our football manager, uh, at least on football manager, we can now start at the very bottom and get to the top just trying to find a positive. Hashtag GC2, hashtag not a question. Thanks, Lee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It'll be the year that they take National League South and North out of football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Can't exactly.
1: even play as Yeovil anymore. No, you yeah, have to get um, a match. <laughs> okay the OG Paddy Horsington which other clubs have had a similar fall from grace to us Sheffield United and Leeds to League One Luton to the National League any more you can think of I mean Scunthorpe's uh, yeah Scunthorpe is probably, probably one. one isn't
2: it I mean I, I can't believe there's anybody that's fallen as far as fast as us I just, I just don't think they exist
1: when was Scunthorpe Scunthorpe win the championship for a bit weren't they They were a season two before us, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like when
0: Billy Sharp was playing for him, wasn't it? They they did make the League One playoffs when we went down out of League One. But I don't think they got... Well, obviously, they they didn't get promoted. But they got a downside closer than we did that year.
2: Mm. Yeah, 2006 was seven, was when they went into the championship.
1: Wow. Mm. Wow, there we go. We fell quicker than they did. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that. Yeah, iron mongers. There you go, Paddy. No one has had a similar fall from grace. Yeah,
2: we are the ultimate circus. <laughs>
1: uh, James Drew, do we have to go all out attack against Wrexham and risk being hammered? Yeah, why not? Go it's down nothing. swinging.
0: Yeah, might as well. I. It, it would be quite nice to poop their party. It would be nice. Notts County fans everywhere would be very happy about it. Um, and all the Wrexham fans in the away end would have to pretend to be happy about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, otherwise they will get thrown out. <laughs> I don't think they will.
1: Um, Don Gibson says, Harry Harrybo posted the other day that standard National League contracts allow any player over the age of 24 in a relegated team to leave however long is left on their contract. Of the players we have this applies to, which ones do we need to build a new team around? Which ones have we got, man?
0: JMD.
2: Is he under twenty four?
0: Over twenty four. Over twenty four. Oh, over twenty four.
2: Charlie Cooper. Yeah. Staunton. Staunton,
0: twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I would I, say
0: I tr- I tried to find evidence of this. And the only, Yeah, a
2: couple of people mentioned it to me on Saturday as well. But.
0: The, only thing, the only thing I can find on this is actually regarding part-time teams and teams right. who drop out of this level and become part-time. This certainly applies to it. I, ca- I just cannot find reference. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I can't find, with half an hour's worth of internet scrolling, um, evidence of this being correct. And it's worth noting we don't know how many of the players are on standard national league contracts there are some that have agents there are some that will be protected and, and want longer uh, protections others will forego a particular clause for a bit more money or whatever it may be so it's difficult to know a how this applies and b if it applies and c others may have different clauses in there so really tough to know it's a great question and i'd love to know but um i guess we'll find out when the release list comes up
1: can i say i am not I would love Grant Smith, Matt Worthington, and Josh Staunton to stay. Yeah. I'm not sure that's realistic. Nope. Right. And other than that, I am not awarded to any of these, you know, <laughs> players particularly staying and being part of a rebuild because, quite frankly, oh. <laughs> it's been such a uh-uh. bad season that why would, you know, why... Would you want any of them? Unfortunately, and I had a
2: conversation with a couple of people at halftime time on Saturday, and I said to him basically, if anybody watching any of those players, any of them, including those who you just mentioned, well, grasping one player, was he so? Um, but any of them, nobody would touch those players with an absolute barge pole based on that first half performance, and like you say, based on numerous other performances up until then. Mm. Don't stand a chance, no, they they, they any any one of them who's out of contract and hasn't got a future beyond um, the end of the season must be absolutely cacking themselves because right, based on what they've done this season, yeah, no one, no one will have them.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, Callum Hallett says, do you think Oldham will be our biggest attendance this season? Mm, probably not.
2: Yeah. Why would it be? Are they uh, going to bring a lot of people? They've played at Yeovil before, haven't they, (laughs) Oldham?
0: Several hundred times. Um, I
2: I can't think why anyone from Oldham would come.
0: Is it because of the ten pound ticket and the fact that um, you know season ticket holders can bring a mate for free and all the rest of it?
2: That has been the case for quite a while, hasn't it? And also, um, it is a uh, community day as well, isn't it? I think the last game, last home game of the season.
0: Maybe it'll be it'll be better than most, I should imagine. On that
1: alone well i guess we'll know on tuesday where we yeah. lie and the mood of the mood of the support perhaps it's a big week who knows last week didn't be a big week wasn't it tuesday was looking you know it's good. going to be a good week last week
2: yeah
1: yeah it was looking good um nick manning so the impending relegation No news of the proposed takeover. Sniping on socials and interviews from both SU Glovers and Mark Cooper. I'm unsure which camp I'm in. You guys have an opinion?
2: I think they're all a bunch of children. (laughs) And they need to grow up. I don't like any of them at the moment.
1: Yeah, I'm not in any particular camp either. (laughs) I could could leave them all behind and start afresh tomorrow. And I would not lose any sleep over it particularly i don't like camping okay you're gonna answer the question he's out um
0: yeah i all i know is it is camping because it is intense
1: (laughs) he's not gonna answer the question folks he's not Uh, i
0: (laughs) know i know i i I don't have an opinion i find myself flip-flopping between camps um i find myself going well go on then be really good, new owners. Lovely, brilliant, make it happen. And then I go, well, actually, Mark Cooper's the only person who I actually think could have got us out of this mess and he hasn't been given the support. I flip between the two. I'm not in either camp. Everyone's as bad as each other right now.
1: There we go. Um, Robin Batchelor, what would be the best way to structure a recruitment team in National League South? I would like us to not put our eggs in one basket with a coach like Argus, but I'm worried if we don't know who does, what soon will be beholden to a small group of agents next season. In brackets, high Sky Andrew.
0: <laughs> yeah, I reckon we might see a few Sky Andrew players that I thought we'll have next season. My concern is that he's also the agent of Sol Campbell. <laughs> and that's why
1: I think Sol Campbell will be our next manager. I, if uh, that,
0: just please dear God, no. Um, he's also the agent of Jermaine Defoe, who has said he wants to start management locally in the South. Throw so that name out there as well, but yes, I did look at his website, and oh my God, Sol Campbell's face was there, and I thought, oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, now, I mean, uh, that's if the takeover goes through, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't, I can't imagine him sticking around. I can't imagine that situation occurring if if we aren't taken over. There's not a lot of money in National League South to throw at agents. No, no as well. I, I, ironically, some of Chris Hargreaves' signings might prove to be quite handy. Holly <laughs> Hobart bagged again at the weekend.
0: Um, uh, we're such a recruitment team. You need local knowledge. And actually having, and that's maybe where Kevin Bond comes in, someone who knows the South and the Southwest area, has done it all and seen plenty of reserves. And you look at the fact that we'll use i do not sure what his contract situation is. We're going to be calling heavily on what Bristol City have got, what Bristol Rovers have got, Plymouth, Exeter, Portsmouth, you know, players that, that leave the local area. So people that know the local area will be invaluable, absolutely invaluable, and have seen a lot of football in this part of the world.
1: Did we appoint Chris Hargreaves a season too early?
2: <laughs> no. No. Bye. No. No. Oh, God.
1: Because you're saying all the things that
2: Chris Hargreaves... <laughs> no. If Chris
0: Hargreaves was as uh, was just asked an opinion on players, yeah, yeah, I would be okay with him being involved in that front, coaching them and trying to get the best out of them and not playing bloody wingbacks. No.
1: Oh, wingbacks are in fashion. I hate it. Um, Robin Batchelor also asks, which are you choosing, IKEA meatballs and mash or supermarket full English?
0: That's a tough question, that because your brain automatically goes to the fry-up. But Mind supermarket, supermarket fry-ups are notoriously bang average. You've got to go to like the super mega large one before you see a second sausage in Morrison's. You really have. I'm, I'm going IKEA meatballs. Not mash, though. Chips. Keeping it simple. Okay. That's ma- like not simple. So because you know, just chips. So it's just easier with the world.
1: It's fine. okay there we go um there,
0: there are loads without the hashtag we've got to get back on this
1: okay <laughs> use the hashtag now. otherwise you won't see him um nico says with a coronation coming up in a few weeks which glover past or present would make the
2: best king king gary king gary yeah. king, king,
1: king, king
2: kevin go king, king, king.
1: yeah gary Silly yeah, it's, a correct, it's a correct answer. Um, Dexter Tyson, who are your top three football pundits, and which one can't you stand hearing from?
2: For me, the uh, caps done nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stand Chris Sutton. I, I listen to Chris yeah. Sutton and um, and Robbie Savage. He's just as bad. To be fair, on um, sorry, on um, on Radio Five on the way back from Solly Island. Uh, yeah, that's meant to be that. That's
1: meant to now, be. That. Jerry, yeah, yeah but it's just like, it's just
2: so, oh God, Chris Sutton is just so, I know he's doing it for the react, to get the reaction that I'm giving him, but yeah, just give it up, mate, Jesus Christ. I'm,
0: contractual, Roy, I'm contractually not allowed to be angry about
1: Robbie Savage, so. Ian yeah. right, Roy, Roy Keane, Yeah.
0: Emma Hayes. I was going to say Emma Hayes. I'm glad you said Emma Hayes. Because she knows her shiz.
1: Yes, she does. Um, Ross Clayton has... I never got
2: to say, the Mark. At the
1: end. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, what's yours? Sorry, Dave, I gonna, come on. I, I was going to say... just went off on a
2: an savage rant. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say uh, Ben Barrett, <laughs> Ian Perkins. Stop, um, it. Stop it.
0: Marcus Lawson. Duncan.
2: Yeah, I going to say Lawson Diaf, but Marcus Duncan, yeah. Stop it, you.
1: And an honorable, honorable mention for Sheridan. Yeah.
2: Well, she's not really a, she, she, she is a, a commentator and reporter as opposed to a pundit, no? Is that the same thing? I thought a pundit is someone who just adds these uh, little witty asides. Yeah, is that not yeah. a pundit? Anyway, whatever.
1: <laughs> ben, Google pundit. Is all we are to you? Witty asides. <laughs> witty
2: asides, yeah. It takes me hours <laughs> to come up with these. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, Ross Clayton says, what do you think the delay on the takeover is? The club is worth nothing, so it must be land slash stadium related or awaiting clearance from the National League. Are my gut feels? There you go.
2: I'm um, going to go with your gut feels I, I,
0: I, I reckon your gut might have been more correct on the early part of that rather than the late part of that, but your gut's in the yeah. right area.
1: Yeah, I don't think <laughs> approval's pretty hard to come by based on our current owner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although, weirdly, he is the guy that would give the approval.
2: Yeah. I approve
0: of nothing where that
2: man is involved.
1: Uh, Martin Lucas says, "Do you think Mark Cooper has been a hundred percent committed to keeping us up?"
2: I would say, based on perception, as we mentioned it before, no. I do not see that. I do not see it in his body language. I do not see it in what he says. I did not see it in what he does on the touchline. Now that's not to say that he's not 100% committed, because he may very well be. But based on what I see and hear from him, it doesn't it doesn't come across that way to me. Ben, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's got to see him on Tuesday. So. <laughs> it's the old uh, punch on the snores uh, issue, isn't it?
1: I, I mean, I get the perce- I get that perception, but I don't, why would you do a job if you're not 100% committed to? Because
2: it's a job.
0: Yeah, but his, his next boss, whoever that is, is going to turn around and go,
1: that relegation with the
0: oval on the CV doesn't look good, Matt. Tell us about that.
1: Oh, yeah, here's this
2: asterisk, this asterisk, this asterisk, this asterisk. True. I'm going to say there's not, uh, yeah, it's, there's a few things on his uh, relegations on his CV already, isn't there? Nope. he's never been no? relegated. Nope. Never been relegated, okay. Has he won a promotion with anyone?
0: Oh, he mentioned it once.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, did it, he has he has he stayed at a club for a significant period of time? If so, which club? Can't remember. Ah, uh, FGR. Uh
1: Chris Sweet says, How do I diplomatically inform my neighbours whose land? I don't
2: think Chris Sweet has a diplomatic bone in his body. <laughs> oh, gonna put it out there.
1: There you go, Chris. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
0: In shots fired everywhere today. <laughs> that's friendly fire, that is, if ever I've seen it.
1: Man, man down. Uh, how do I diplomatically inform my neighbours, whose lad plays for Chippenham, that it's still far too soon to talk about car shares for next season? Chris, mate, organise the car shares, bud.
2: Do it in song. Now we're going to Chippenham, Chippenham. Oh wait, I still think that's better. I still think Taunton Town came out again, but.
1: Uh, Ryan Peasland has asked about Chris Sweet's turf. I don't think that's for us to answer. Chris has answered it and said it's taken beautifully. Um, good news. Uh, Dan Cabell was tagged...
2: bad, bad about being nasty to
0: week. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. I
2: don't. No, you don't. You don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I was absolutely right to say it, but
1: right. Okay, <laughs> enough <laughs> feeling sorry for Chris. Uh, Dan Cabell was tagged onto Ross's question and said, What? Uh, yes that's my kind of question this is the one on uh, what's holding up the deal what if they want 100% that's a lot of work to buy all other shareholders out what if they're trying to buy Robin's 20% and he's holding up for more no idea what well, if?
2: trust your gut <laughs> fellas trust your gut whatever you think is right go with that everybody else is right about everything so why can't you be
1: uh, da Wolf in it says, "Do you think Yeovil can?" Da rise-
2: in it, <laughs> brilliant. Is he managed by Sky Andrew? I reckon he probably would be. It's a cracking name, that.
1: Dave, can you just let me answer the question?
2: Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I put myself on mute.
1: Uh, do you think Yeovil can rise to Championship football and/or do greater? Greater being Premier League. Championship football.
0: Can we just not play part-time teams for a couple of years, please? Yeah. Honestly, the honest answer to
1: that is no. Not right now.
0: It feels a world away, doesn't it? Yeah. In 10 years' time, we will not play championship football. There we go. You can come back to me on this podcast in 2033.
1: Um, Alex Healy, I think we've kind of answered this question. Slippery Scott still ruling the roost. Deal falling through this week. Who at the club, if anybody, do you think could stick their neck on the line and tell us what's really happening at Scott Priestly F.C.? Well, I heard you guys talk about the CEO last week. Uh,
2: Chief Executive Officer of any organization, Google Chief Executive Officer, and see if that is someone description that you think should uh, have answers for the ongoings sort of any organization that you are a Chief Executive Officer for.
1: I mean, uh, he, he was quite happy to call out a referee when we tried to melt the pitch.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Where is he? Let's yeah. get deep. Let's get de- dealier on him.
0: He's responsible for making major corporate decisions, managing overall operations, and setting the company's strategic direction.
2: Sounds like somebody should know what he's talking about.
1: Our strategic direction is currently downward.
0: (laughs) May I suggest a different strategy?
2: (laughs) And a different direction.
1: Uh, John Reed.
2: Other than that, it's fine.
1: Says trying not to ask a depressing or sad question. As you, everyone guys... else does, mate. Don't worry about <laughs>
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> this is a pass... setup for a depressing and sad question.
1: As you guys have had enough of them in the not too distant past. <laughs> Very not distant. Um, so trying to keep morale up. What is your most memorable moment following Yeovil Town that isn't a result, goal, or save?
0: Um, Gavin Williams getting booked for boosting the ball at Wembley Stadium in the 94th minute or whatever it was just a proper habit loved it
2: i can't think of one i can, I can think of lots of things that that happened as a result of results is that a result yeah <laughs> like running running on the pitch after that uh sheffield united um Second, uh, second leg, or, or in fact, a lot of the things that I remember doing are as a result of running on football pitches. I think that's probably not a good sign, is it? But uh,
1: I'm going to go to quite a recent memorable moment and go to the Legends game. Oh um, yeah, because I think that kind of brought back all of those memories and all of those players and that team, and just was such a feel good, feel good day. And yeah, that was uh, it. Was a really memorable nostalgia day.
0: And if any of them want to run out in the National League South, I am absolutely here for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But wheelie in the sticks again. Wheelie,
2: wheelie in the sticks.
1: Uh, I think that is all of the ones that. We've kind of covered. There may be some duplicates. um There are a couple that don't have the hashtag. Carl Badman says, Yovel have had
0: 100% coverage on Somerset Sound, BBC Somerset, BBC Bristol, obviously over the previous seasons. Now, at the same level as a few other Somerset teams, will the station have to spread their coverage across four teams? And is there a good alternative out there? There's an alternative out there. um uh, We have asked the question. I know Ian has, I have as well, just in conversation as to what happens next season. The simple answer is no decisions have been made. We don't uh, you
1: just dropped Um. Yeah, I would also say yes, there is an alternative in Three Valleys Radio and it would be remiss of me to not mention them seeing as I helped start it um, before splintering into the Glover's cast um, via the Glover's Trust. Uh, yes, yeah, there are some good people there who... There are. Love talking, yeah, well Town. Uh and I think the internet connection is a bit more stable now than it was. They've got a plug, they plug in at <laughs> Hugo's Park. So yeah, away away is always gonna be patchy. I mean it's even been patchy for the BBC and some of the grounds in the National League, so National League South is gonna be extremely difficult. But yeah. Three valleys are there. They are. And the Glovers
0: Castle be somewhere doing something at some level for something.
1: <laughs> if only we knew what that was.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you want from us next season, guys? There you go. There's the open question. What do you want from us?
1: Promotion. What can we do? We want to talk about something happy. we
2: win promotion. This is what we're saying.
1: Right. I think we've been going long enough, don't you? Probably.
2: Garrett is our king.
1: <laughs> I thought Gary was our king.
2: Well, we 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 we've no idea who the manager is going to be next season. So like, it's not me. not me. Yeah, no, it's you. You are. Yeah, no, it's going to be uh, former Aston Villa fullback Earl Barrett. Uh, so there you go. Heard it here first. The only Barrett I can think of, apart from Bertie. So and oh, not Bertie. You know Bertie Bassett, isn't it? Oh, Bertie <laughs> Barrett?
1: Yes. Yeah, cool On it. that note, let's call cool it then. <laughs>
2: See you, Rex and Ben, I'll wave at you from across the probably rain sodden pitch. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Docks lands it in. There's
1: Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it! He probably has won it for Yeovil Oh, and it's an opening goal! Stansfield, good turn away from John, goal!